was walking through the fixed department this week and had an opportunity to see something that I like to see, and that's an opportunity to catch a dentist doing just about everything right. In fact, I'd say nearly everything right in a case like this. So, you know, a lot of the times we look at stuff where there's a lot of room for improvement on what the dentist did, and, it, and it's not that we're trying to pick on the dentist. Um, it's just that I happen to look down and see whatever catches my interest. And in this case, I looked down and saw something that caught my interest. And uh, the reason it caught my interest was because everything looked really nice. And as I looked at the impressions, I thought, wow, this looks great. I could, I could tell. In fact, it almost looked like a custom tray when I looked at this at first. Obviously, you could look at the, the handle and go, oh, okay, it's a, it's a Bosworth plastic stock tray. But if you cover up the handle and just look at it, you go, wow, this could be a custom tray because we have really good coverage in terms of material here. You can see we've got a, a tray material and a syringe material used. You can tell they were used at the same time they set they set simultaneously because you can just see how smoothly everything um, set together just great uh, fluid motion between the two of these and you can see all the preps are covered uh, in the syringe material and there's just no way to be able to peel any of this apart I mean it almost looks like it's one impression material and we just painted part of it blue and left the other part green and that's what we're looking for the way I was taught in school like most dentists are is to take like a putty pre-impression, trim it out, reline it with the other impression material, and when you have the two materials that set and they don't set simultaneously, very easy to peel uh, the two layers apart from each other, and that's why I'm such a fan of this. So I happen to look down at this impression and go, wow, look it, I can see all the margins here. In fact, see a little bit of material beyond the margins. And I started to get impressed. Then I looked over at the case and I was like, oh, it's Dr. Chanelli. And I knew that he wouldn't mention, he wouldn't care if I mentioned him because he typically does do everything right like this. He's one of the doctors that we really like. He practices on the East Coast. Uh, he's Italian, so I like him because I'm Italian. Both of our last names end with vowels. Um, we both like to um, get some impression material beyond the margin. We both like to have the margin. Uh, clearly represented. Even though this could end up being a Bruxer case, you can see that it's a pretty wide margin there, even though a feather edge margin could be tolerated by Bruxer. Uh, with a bigger margin, you give the lab a little more room for emergence profile, even though um, these are the kind of margins that would work for something like Emacs. It certainly works for Bruxer as well. Dr. Chanelli uh, is a fisherman, an angler as well, uh, as am I. And uh, that's another thing that I like about him. So I know that uh, obviously we don't mention dentist names when we catch him doing something not so right. But in a case like this, obviously no dentist is going to care uh, if we use their name because it's really more of a compliment than anything else. And again, another great impression when you look here at the lower. I would be proud to have taken this uh, impression myself. Again, nice, just great coverage. No skimping on the impression material. You probably remember a couple weeks back we've seen dentists just barely using enough impression material. Here we have some bonus excess material. It's not going down the patient's throat, but we have full coverage into the vestibule, and we've got full coverage back here on this, on this patient. The tech advisor, Nicole, talked to, him, talked to the doctor, and the patient's not interested in having partial dentures. Uh, Dr. Chanelli talked to the patient about implants. Patient can't afford it yet, but it's definitely in the patient's mind for something to do in the future and that's fine. So two great looking impressions and as you would expect that would lead to uh, two good looking models uh, as well and as we take a look at the models um, 
You can see a couple things here. We've, we've got obviously some nice margins. Very easy for our uh, text to be able to um, identify here on the upper and the lower margins as well. And one of the interesting things, in fact, we can just go to the Bruxer uh, restorations on the model is we've got a couple unprepared teeth here uh, on the lower that are going to be prepared later after these Bruxer crowns um, have been cemented into place. And on the upper as well, we've got an unprepared tooth as well. And of course, it's right across from those other two. And so what uh, Dr. Chanelli has done has really been to leave himself um, an occlusal stop, if you will. So when this patient closes together over on this side, at least, because of these unprepared teeth, we've got this occlusal stop so that you don't lose the vertical dimension. Now, this is just a really simple, straightforward way to make sure um, that you don't get lost on a case like this because you'd be surprised how many phone calls we get from dentists who lose the vertical dimension on a case like this. And you can say, well, why not just prep the whole thing while you're in there? Well, that's one way to do it. And if you have biotemps made, theoretically, you shouldn't lose the vertical dimension. But this is another way to do it. And on a full mouth case, very often, I won't prep the second molars while I'm doing the rest of the case to maintain that vertical dimension. And why not? You know, look at this is still a lot of crown and bridge. Why not be able to do all these units and put them into place? And then when it's all said and done and the case is fine and the bite's good and everything's good, then go in and prep these three teeth um, at the end and put those three crowns in and never... Uh, complicate the case anymore because if you prep these three teeth at the same time as you prep the rest of these all of a sudden the degree of difficulty on this case uh, on a scale from one to ten goes from being a six to maybe a nine or a 9.4 in your hands depending on how many of these cases these types of cases you've done where you prepare every unit so that's one of the things that I like that uh, Dr. Chanelli did one of the other things he did was said, please make sure that the bite is absolutely accurate. You know, I don't want to have to do a lot of grinding on these crowns. And Dr. Chanelli said, if you guys don't feel 100% accurate in this bite registration that I gave you, you know, please send me a bite rim and I'll get the patient back. And I, you know, with an upper bite rim, I can put it in and remove one of these temps and take a bite registration for you over on the other side. Because without having, let's say, a couple other teeth over on this side that could have been left unprepared uh, for a stop on that other side, there's a chance that even though we have these two unprepared teeth in contact, that the models over on this side could have come together a little bit more if we felt that we didn't have uh, uh, an accurate bite uh, over on that side as well with the way he took the bite. Uh, but the, the fixed department felt, nope, we've really got this nailed into place. This is not going to be a problem. So that was not required. But he offered to do it just in case uh, it was necessary. And that's nice to see. It wasn't necessary, but it's nice to see. So what he ended up doing here was a fixed bridge on these teeth, a fixed Bruxer bridge uh, with a, a single unit crown over here on the end with these two unprepared teeth here that will be done um, when it's all said and done and these other restorations are cemented into place. And then on the upper, we have single units, uh, single unit Bruxer crowns as we work our way around this upper arch. One of the other nice things Dr. Chanelli did was to send in a uh, alginate impression uh, of the temporaries in the patient's mouth that the patient was happy with. Basically to say, you know, this are what the temps look like in the patient's mouth and the patient's happy with this. So this gives the technicians also an idea of what the patient is happy with. You know, at this point, we're gaining more confidence with our biotemp scan and save so that 
if this had actually been a case uh, with biotemps being used, the scan and save could have been used as well. But in this case, um, at least the technicians were given, hey, this is what the patient um, is happy with in their mouth. This is a length that the patient likes. And so now we're able to use this. Um, and even doing it by hand and eyeballing it, we can make it close to what the temps look like. With the scan and save, we can get even more exact when we do that in a digital form. So this is a good example of Dr. Chanelli giving us a lot of different pieces of information and offering to give us even more information if we don't feel 100% confident um, in how the bite looks and offering to do a little bit more. Of course, it all started with some very accurate impressions uh, coming from him and coming from you know him also slowing down and knowing hey if I leave these three teeth unprepped over here so I've got these in occlusion as I'm going through this case I'm not going to lose the vertical I'm not going to have to worry uh, too much uh, about going in and adjusting a ton on the lingual surfaces of these teeth because I've lost the vertical as I try these crowns in the patient's not going to be lost as to where their bite is at the same time. This case is gonna go a lot smoother. I can put the vast majority of these units in with little to maybe no problems or adjustments at all. And then at the end, two weeks later, have the patient back in and do these last three units and get all this done, have the patient looking good, and then hopefully be able to do some uh, implants with some single unit crowns down the road. This is a really good example of how to approach uh, a case like this. This is going to be shipped out today to uh, Dr. Chanelli's office on the East Coast, and I uh, fully expect that we'll hear back from him uh, by the end of the week or the beginning of next week that the case went in and was seated with little to no adjustments and that he are the pa and the patient are both uh, very happy. So um, good work, Dr. Chanelli. Just a great example of a good way uh, to approach a, a bigger case like this and good utilization of a newer high-strength, cementable, all-ceramic material like Bruxer.